Welcome to the New Day Community Church Sermon Podcast. We hope you're encouraged by this message from the Vandalia, Michigan campus. For more info, look us up at newdaycommunity.org. Today we are beginning a brand new series, um, and it's called New Day Flavor. Uh, And what we want to do over the next few weeks is highlight uh, some of the the things at at New Day uh, Community Church that we really value and the things that we are running after. Um, And today we're going to be talking about community. And I didn't want to to just do another message. I can parse a bunch of verbs. I can talk about uh, Bible passages. There are a zillion of them to talk about community. But what I thought would be really fun is to have some people come and share just their testimonies of how community has been valuable uh, to them, to be valuable in their lives. Uh, Next week, we're going to be talking about the presence of God and how we as a as a community, are pressing after and inviting uh, the, the presence of God to saturate everything that we do. Uh, I'm excited because Jamie Cross, our worship leader, and myself are just going to basically have a conversation next, uh, next week and just talk about what does it mean to be a church and to be a people that is pressing into the presence of God. The week after that, uh, we're going to talk about the fire values. Um, those are the, the core values of our, of our church and our organization. They stand for the Father's heart, intimacy, uh, restoration, and extending the kingdom. So we're going to talk about those uh, four things in week three. And then the last week, Cameron is going to be here, and he's going to be talking to us about um, our vision as a church. And the and New Day's mission is to make disciples and to plant churches. And he's going to be here talking with us about that, and it's going to be fantastic. So, like I said, I want to do things a little bit differently uh, than just teaching uh, about about these things. So I wanted to invite some folks up to share their stories. Andy, do you want to go first? Are we waiting for Carrie? Do you want me to vamp? Okay, that's fine. Well, I want you to do what you plan to do. If that is if that is in conjunction with Carrie, then that's better. That's better. Okay, good. Um, you guys want to start? Okay. Let's let the let's actually invite the Wagners up to to share uh, about community. So welcome up, the amazing Wagners. Church would not happen without these amazing people. So we are standing before you. Shake. No, I'm just kidding. We're not shaking. Uh, we're we're going to talk about a little bit about community. I wanted to start with a verse in Genesis 28. This is where um, Isaac is telling Jacob to go find a wife. You're like, okay, it's kind of weird. But anyways, this is what he tells him. He says, may God Almighty bless you and make you fruitful and increase your numbers until you become a community of peoples. And just the idea that this is highly valuable to the Father, and it's not just husband and wife and family but this like this could go we are the church right so this is all we are called to be fruitful with our lives and become a community so luke and i personally are just 
I would say, passionate about community and creating a culture of community. And this morning I was thinking probably the first community that I was aware of was my family because <laughs> there's 11 of us in our family. So, like, we're like a small community just on our own. But just, <laughs> just some of the values, I think, that happen from being a community, I think I learned really early on. But um, just in general, I think being a community is such an important thing to God, and it's um, just birthed in his heart and that relationships are really important, and it's important to live in community. Um, so just as Luke and I were talking, like what are some of the important things about community? And some of our top ones are um, that it's a, pay, a place for people to belong. Like you can come into a space and you can find belonging, that you belong there. Um, a safe space for people to be real and authentic. It's an environment, I think, that produces growth and change in people's lives. And it provides a place for encouragement and care and help when you have hard times, but it also provides a place where people can celebrate the good things with you and a support system. Do I say anything about that? No. Okay. So, um, yeah, we just kind of were talking this morning, like how, how do you create a community? What are the things that you can do to create community? And so I think the first thing is, like, you have to be intentional about it. I think for some people it happens more naturally, but I think you have to choose. Like it's a choice that you get to decide, do I want to live in community or do I want to kind of be independent, do my own thing, um, because it takes sacrifice and it is a choice. And um, I think for Luke and I, one of the things that we've learned or we've, we're trying to learn is like not to be afraid of messes. So sometimes community and relationships is messy and it's kind of scary because there's unknown and you don't always know how to like walk through stuff that you encounter in community. And so just to like really believe that messes aren't too big for God and that because he lives in us, we have what it takes to like walk through messy situations and to not be alarmed by other people's messes or our own as we do life with them. And um, another thing is just have an unconditional love, like just making a choice to love people where they're at and not require them to be in a certain place or at a certain level, but just being willing to love unconditionally. And um, one thing that Luke and I, early on we read a, read a book um, and there was a phrase in there that said um, that to create a culture of honor, which I think we want in our communities, is to celebrate who people are without stumbling who they're not. And so I think that's so important in community is to like, celebrate who people are and, and not get hung up on who they're not yet or who, who we'd like them to be. Um, another really important thing in community, I think that I'm, I'm trying to learn better because it's harder for me, easier for some people, is to tell the truth. So to like be willing to say hard things even when it's not fun. Um, you know, in conversation with people in your community, when you hear something that you think, okay, that's not, that doesn't line up with what God says, like to be quick to say, oh, that's like, is that the heart of God? And to be willing to be honest and say, I'm going to say what God says about you. I'm going to say it over you. I'm going to say it to you. And um, to speak God's truth over people 
um, and his words over them and to call out the best in them in those situations. So just a little example of community, and I know that we are a community as a church. I feel like we do community very well. I feel like we can grow. But one of my first um, visuals was actually my in-law's family. I come from a small family, and this is a large family. And in my family, we were spread out. So like my siblings, I mean, we were friends, obviously, but we didn't really, like I didn't, you know, when I was a teenager, we didn't like go to places together because I was off doing my own thing because they were so much younger than I. And that was one of the things, like, some of my best memories was in the milking parlor with a couple of my brother-in-laws, and we would laugh till we, I mean, we were supposed to be milking, but we were laughing until we couldn't, we couldn't stand anymore. And, like, that was a first sense of, like, like wow, that's, that's what it feels like to be part of a family. Not saying that I have a bad family, but it was just different. Um, it was hard for them to show and say, hey, I love you. And so it, that, it was just so different. And that, that was very powerful for me as a young man. Something I knew that I wanted, I needed to learn, I still need to learn, and I desire. Um, just have a scripture in Romans 12 that I'm going to read that goes along with this. Um, before, Shan mentioned that we want to celebrate who people are without stumbling over who they're not. This is something I'm still trying to work on. You know, I mean, in, in this day and age, it is so easy to stumble over who people are not. But that actually shows our weakness. That shows where we really are. And it's been eye-opening for Luke to see Luke and how he can get worked up over certain situations which means I'm trying to take that situation in my own hands instead of saying, Father, I need your wisdom. We need your help. But I just thought that is, in today's day and age, with all that's going on, I think that's really important that we learn to celebrate who people are. It doesn't mean we agree, and it doesn't mean that we don't have that, the, the part where iron, iron sharpens iron. But it means we walk with humility. And that's something Shane and I were talking about this morning in this community thing. The key to community is your own humility. Because it is, it, it, it's a selfless act. Community is a selfless act. And it's hard work, right, Jessica? She just had a community. <laughs> Part, big old party. And it's hard work. Like, it is, you're wore out emotionally, physically, financially. I mean, it's all of it. And so it, it's not something that's, like, it, it's, it's very important, but it is. It's, it's a selfless act. And Paul addresses this in Romans 12. I'm going to start in verse 3. For by, grace, for by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourselves more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourselves with sober judgment, in accordance with, with the faith God has dis distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, oops, sorry, and these members do not have all the same functions, each one of us are important, 
We all don't do the same thing. So in Christ, we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to the other. I'm going to just stop right there because it goes on forever, and I could go on forever. But I just think it's huge. I think it's key that we remember that, yeah, we're different. Let's not stumble over each other's differences. It's okay to be who you are. Let's celebrate each other because in that celebration, people like to party, right? That'll draw other people in. That celebration makes a safe place to draw people to us. That's so good. Thank you guys so much. Um, yeah, I love that. That there's so much good in there, and you can get the recording to listen to that o- over again. They had so much wisdom, and that intentionality piece is huge, right? We're so busy, right? We all have stuff going on, right? But we need to press into this stuff. We want the the fruit of relationship, but often we want it without the work that that goes into it. So that's really really great. Thank you guys for sharing. Uh, and now I would like to invite the whites up uh, to uh, to give us another testimony about how community has been valuable for them. Yay! I'm not quite as prepared as Shanna and Luke. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, yes. okay. so when Mark asked us to sort of come and share about what the community here has done for us or what it means to us, I first of all was terrified <laughs> because I don't love to stand in front of people and talk. But um, as I sort of started to think a little bit more about it, um, oh boy. <laughs> It became a lot more being afraid of being emotional because it's meant so much to us. It's so awesome. Um, A lot of you know we were in a kind of a tough spot and needed some encouragement and some lifting up and just in a loving and accepting way of all of our junk that we had going on, which is not real easy for everybody to hear or to be real about with most people but when we came and started to open up and feel safe it was kind of uh, just everything (laughs) just came out but um just the support of uh, everyone has been amazing and trying to just walk through the journey that we're on with grace and with our focus on the Lord um, all the encouragement has just has been wonderful. And it's such a beautiful thing. Um, you don't find a community that is so accepting and loving of all of your stuff very often. So we're just super thankful of it. It's beautiful to step back and think about just kind of how everyone works together. You know, this person is going through something so... Everybody just kind of scoops you up and is like, oh my gosh, okay, whoa, that was a little crazy. (laughs) But great at the same time and uh, being able to just be real with each other has just been, it's been awesome. And we're just thankful to be part of it. Um, And I'm thankful for the opportunity to speak about it because it really made me step back and recognize 
how grateful we are and how important it is and how much we were missing before. We have always gone to church together and we've always, we did small groups and whatnot, but um, it's different. It, it was a different community when we came here and we appreciate it. So thank you. We appreciate all of you. <laughs> have a third one today yes not quite as prepared these are my notes <clears throat> if you can't see on the live stream that's a truck that my son drew so I'm just gonna be kind of real and raw but um, to share also with what Carrie said we came here in a time in our life that was really rough and it was hard to see um, which direction we should be going and what was the right thing to do and we were not uh, We didn't get we weren't having the support of a community at all where we were at and We were a long distance away from the church that we were going to um, there was some Relationship stuff with people that were going to the church with family stuff business all kind of wrapped up into one thing so that made it really difficult and then um, you know there's there's many communities so whether it's family like what Shanna said or sports or friendships or anything else but one of the communities that I had been like on and off involved in was a Bible study that started out <coughs> at farmhouse bakery and then transitioned into coming here on Thursday mornings with a men's group and I hadn't gone for quite a while probably a year or two at least and I stopped in one day and saw Israel and he invited me to uh, another community to a businessman's Christian businessman's group so I went there and then he invited me to come here to church and we were in the process of kind of looking so we decided to come and once we came it was just like we don't we don't need to look for another church <laughs> this is the church that we should be at so um, and then for the process of like a year it was like every sermon was just speaking right to, right to our hearts with what we were going through which was very helpful um, and just the community is like a family so you know this church in Vandalia is a smaller church part of the bigger church of New Day and just the the relationships and the support that we've gotten has been unbelievable and then um, doing the, the emotionally healthy church series leading up into uh, COVID-19 and the shutdown and everything else was like perfect timing you know that was just unbelievable for everybody I think for the health of everybody not just um, in the context of being an emotionally healthy church so outside of church as well so I just think people are meant to be together and the community of this church has been so good and so helpful for us and for our family and the kids and everything else the, all the kids the multitude of kids so that's been fun to see um, but you know when when you go through a, a struggling or a, a struggle with 
um, anything, you you just feel like you're going to go crazy if you're by yourself. You know, you need community, you need support, and you know, for us, this church has provided that. And then I think again with COVID-19, that just brought all that to the forefront. You know, people just start to go stir crazy when they're alone, and the support here that you could have a Zoom call. Um, I know Carrie did some Zoom coffee, coffee get-togethers with some women at the church. Um, and, you know, it's just been so helpful, so helpful for us. So, um, yeah, that's kind of our story and what community has meant to us here. Thank you. I just feel like praying for you guys. Is that all right? You guys, anybody have any problem with that? No? Okay. So, so, uh, Amber, will you join me? Will you pray? We're just going to... Father God, I just thank you so much for Andy and Carrie and their family, God, and just the, just how precious they are uh, to, to us as a church family. Lord, I just thank you for just planting them here. Lord, I thank you for the, the work that you have been doing in and, and through them here at the church, Lord. And I just pray for just... Just an, another wave, Lord. Just another outpouring of your grace and your mercy, Lord. That they would just continue to have a revelation of the height and the depth and the width of your unfailing love. Lord, let them continue just to be ambassadors for community here and in, in, our, in our community, Father. We just bless them abundantly. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Man, awesome. We love you guys so much. You know, I was tickling you. <laughs> you were tickling? That was who that was? I thought it was the Holy Spirit. Oh, awesome. Guys, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing. That's such an exciting testimony. And I, and I selfishly love it when people say, oh, that series was really good. I'm like, come on. That works out good. And... Uh, yeah, so that's great. I remember when I first started coming to New Day Community Church, it was called Redemption Christian Assembly at the time. I was dating my lovely wife, and uh, I wasn't really close to the Lord at that time. I was just coming because uh, it made Amber's mom happy. And, uh, and I started turning up, and Scott Jones, I don't know, many of you guys know that Scott Jones is now the pastor of New Day Community Church in South Carolina with his amazing wife, Stephanie, and Scott, just like a laser beam, just grabbed a hold of me and just brought me in. He's like, come to the, wor join the worship team, right? And, and I was like, no, I, I play in a rock and roll band. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't really, I don't really play with, with, with worship teams. That's not my jam, right? Uh, but he, he drew me in, into that and uh, grew so much there. He drew me into Bible study. He would call me, he would hang out with me. He was relentless in his pursuit of me. And, and I think that one of the significant reasons that I'm standing here today, right, is because he was willing to lay down his own agenda to pursue me. Not for a purpose, but just to, to draw me closer to Christ, draw me closer uh, into really healthy friendships. And so that's one of the most significant things that we as a community get to do, right? It's not, we're, we don't want to just be a clique, right? We don't want to just be kind of this closed group that, that, that does, that tries to glorify God inside this little building and, you know, keep other people out, right? But we want to not just welcome people, but to communicate, you're actually wanted here. We want what you bring to the table. 
And the other thing, as, as you guys were sharing, um, that I thought about was how Amber and I have been welcomed into this community. Right, you know, I mean, Amber and I, we've been around for, for many, many years, but at the beginning of 2018, we started uh, attending this church. Like, we're here 95% of the time, maybe more than that. I don't know. We're here a lot, right? We love this community. Um, but, yeah, we're from Portage, and we, you know, we're out of town, and we're big city folk. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. We're, we're not actually big city folk <laughs> at all, right? Well, we're coming down from the city. Yeah, and, but we've been so welcomed in, and, and the Yoders and, and the Wagners and you know, the, uh, our marriage group has just brought, invited us in. And I remember one of the – so we had this marriage retreat. I don't know when that was, a year or two ago. And there's a group of us that, that – rented a house together or something and and we were just hang out and then after that we're like oh we should get together and the first gathering we met at Luke and Shanna's their house this the farm over here and Amber and I drove away from 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 that that meeting going like oh we fit here and we'd been coming here for years right but there is this there's something about getting around a table and getting to know people and allowing yourself to be known, right, that makes you go, oh, wait, we're not just welcome here. We're not just doing a job, right, but we're, we're wanted here to be part of this family. And, you know, and I've seen that so beautifully poured out towards me and my family over, over the years, um, you know, you, you know, from the, that great, the, the graduation parade, so glorious, and I just, I just I, every once in a while that pops into my mind. I'm just like, I can't believe that that happened. It was so beautiful. The author of Hebrews, I should use some scripture this morning. Author of Hebrews in chapter 10 says this, verse 24, And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. Right? I love that in Hebrews, right, written 2,000 years ago, it says, don't give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. Right? It's easy as a, as a pastor to go, man, life, people's lives are so busy. Right? It's, we're lucky if somebody comes two, two weeks out of the month, and we should just be happy with that. Right? And, and we think it's a, it's a modern problem. Well, guess what? Apparently, it's an old problem. People were busy, and people had stuff going on, and it's easy to get distracted from the good thing that, that God is doing. And one of those good things is found in the gathering together of his people. And so let's not give that up. Let's not just go, oh, you know what? It, there's, something, there's always something going on. There's always something that could keep you from pressing into community. So I encourage you, don't give that up. And when we come together, right, we're called to spur one another on to love and good deeds. Right? And we also see throughout Paul's writings and, and other people, right, that, that the community, this new Christ-centered community is supposed to be uh, full of forgiving one another and bearing with one another and loving one another, right? And he says these things over and over again. 
And we often feel like in, the, in our community, our community has to be perfect, right? It has to be something special. And it's like, oh, I was offended at church today. I'm going to go find a community that doesn't offend me. Well, good luck with that, right? Like communities from the beginning, even Christ-centered communities, have difficulty, right? We have tensions. We have stuff that we have to, to work through. And it's in that process of working things out that we actually grow closer. I remember, I remember years ago, and I won't, I won't name any names, uh, but the, years ago we were doing a, um, not a baptism, a child dedication. We were doing this child de- dedication. And I messed the thing up in a pretty, in a pretty significant way. And, and so this person called me on it. And they're like, hey, this offended me. And I'm like, thank you so much. And we were actually able to talk about it, right? And we were able to, and I was able to repent. And I'm like, hey, I messed that up. I didn't think it through, whatever, right? And our relationship is stronger because we had a, I don't know what that is, a conflict, a little baby conflict. And, 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 we, and we worked through it, and it's great, right? Does that make sense? Right? Just a few weeks ago, there's, I was, there's a, a person from our church, it, doesn't matter. Uh, and Nichols and something they said really offended me. And I was like, and and I think I mentioned this, right? And I was talking to him, oh, this person really offends me. What's wrong with them? Right? And I was like, oh, wait, I should probably talk to them. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> you know? And so I went to them and talked to them. And, and there was a restoration in the relationship. They didn't even know there was a disconnect in the relationship. They're like, whoa, I didn't, I didn't know I had offended you. I'm like, well, Anyway, so it's important, right, that we, that we do this, that we press into this, that we're willing to do the work of bearing with one another because we're all messed up. We're all going to continue making mistakes, and hopefully we're growing and we're getting better and we're more, uh, we look more like Jesus today than we did yesterday, right? But this is part of the process. Like Luke said, ironing, sharpening iron that makes us better together. And so we want to do this as a community, to, to not forsake gathering together, to encourage one another, to spur one another on to, to live in the way of Jesus. Right? And at, at New Day, we do this in a variety of ways. We've heard some, some different testimonies of that. And one of the important things is Sunday morning gatherings, right? In these times, we remind ourselves that we are a called out people, right? We're in this together, right? During the week, we can get kind of scattered and it can, we can, it can feel like, am I in this fight by myself? And we come back together and we have arms uh, kind of uh, wrapping around us and saying, hey, we're in this together. We're going for it. We're running in the same direction, right? And so Sunday mornings are really, really important. And it's in these Sunday mornings that we start to get to know people. But we need more than that, right? We need more than our Sunday morning kind of, hey, how are you doing? Is that, how's your coffee? Good. All right. See you later. Right? All right we want to go deeper. And so we've tried to create opportunities for that. We have small groups. These are currently, they meet, we just do them twice a, twice a year. Uh, they're these six-week groups. And last, the, the spring one got messed up because of uh, COVID-19. Uh, but in the fall, we're going to be starting you know, small groups again. And these are great times to get into people's houses, get around tables, eat food together. Don't, okay. Chad's laughing at me and I don't know why. I said something funny. Did I say something funny? 
Amber doesn't know. Uh, so it's a ch- ch- chance for us to get around tables, to get uh, to know people in a deeper level, to, to share our, our lives a little bit and to pray for one another. Right? We also have things like the church picnic that's, you know, that's coming up in a couple weeks just to hang out. Right? We have our family room. Like People hang out for a long time in this family room, eating donuts and drinking coffee, and it's great. Right? We have church at the camp. That's actually going to happen this year in August uh, when all three locations come together uh, just to have fun at, at Bear Lake. We do the fish fry. We've done movie nights. There's the women's prayer and soaking. There's mop. There's all these things that we do that are in order to build community, to bring relationship. And we love these organized events, and they're really, really important. But out of these come these kind of natural, organic relationships, right? And and these are these discipling relationships, these mentoring relationships where we can pour into people's lives, where we can point out Jesus in people's lives, and we can, you know, help them, spur them on in really, really valuable ways, right, in these, these, these organic things, right? If you're not experiencing the the relationship in the community of Christ, you are missing a huge portion of running after Jesus. We're not meant to do it alone. And uh, so like I said earlier, we don't want people just to be welcome into our community. We want them to be feel wanted, right? We want them as part of our community. And so we love you guys, but when you see new people, right, when people come in on Sunday mornings, and you guys do a great job at this, just encourage you, you know, break out of, you know, yeah, you know the people that you normally talk to and go, I'm going to make a point, right, to, to welcome this person, to invite them in. And that's how we can continue to spread, you know, the, the gospel throughout Cass County. We can continue to see disciples make you know, through the, through the church and through our, our lives as we welcome those people in. Um, yeah, and I'm going to end with this scripture from John 13, verse 31. Jesus says, uh, when he was gone, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man is glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will glorify the Son in himself and will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and just as I told the Jews, so I tell you now, where I am going, you cannot come. And he says this, a new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. Right? And, and Jesus didn't have italics or bold or exclamation points, and so he would repeat things, right? And so the fact he's repeating, love one another, love one another, love one another. And this is how people will know that you are my disciples. As we do relationship with one another well, forgiving, bearing with, all that stuff, we glorify Jesus and draw people to him. So thank you guys for being great at community. Thanks for pressing into that. And I just just love, love, love pastoring in this place. I love doing life with you people. And just so, so grateful for this awesome church. Can you join me as we pray? Father God, we love you. 
And Lord, we thank you that this isn't just New Day Church, but it is New Day Community Church, Lord, and that we value the relationships that we have here. Lord, I pray that any person uh, here or watching online that, that feels distant, that does not feel part of the community, God, that you would draw them in. Lord, that you would help them to see opportunities to step into more intimate relationships. Lord, help us uh, see people on the outskirts and, and go after them, just like Scott Jones went after me. Lord, help us to bear witness of you, to run after those people just like you run after the lost sheep. Lord, help us to, to be a community that is in unity, that bears witness of you, and that other people are drawn to your light. We love you, Jesus, and we give you all the glory. In your name we pray. Amen.